0: Section 103 of Germany, the Netherlands, and Switzerland. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Hawaii in May 2019. The World's Story, Volume 7 Germany, the Netherlands, and Switzerland. Edited by Eva March tappen section 103 the slide of alpnach by l a gilbert owing to political changes the demand for the timber of mount pilatus ceased and hardly a trace of the famous slide can now be found the editor for many centuries the rugged flanks and the deep gorges of mount pilatus were covered with impenetrable forests lofty precipices encircled them on all sides even the daring hunters were scarcely able to reach them and the inhabitants of the valley had never conceived the idea of disturbing them with the axe these immense forests were therefore permitted to grow and to perish without being of the least utility to man till a foreigner conducted into their wild recesses in the pursuit of the chamois was struck with wonder at the sight and directed the attention of several swiss gentlemen to the extent and superiority of the timber the most intelligent and skilful individuals however considered it quite impracticable to avail themselves of such inaccessible stores it was not till november eighteen sixteen that monsieur roub and three swiss gentlemen entertaining more sanguine hopes drew up a plan of a slide founded on trigonometrical measures having purchased a certain extent of the forests from the commune of alpnach for six thousand crowns they began the construction of the slide and completed it in the spring of eighteen eighteen the slide of alpnach is formed entirely of about five thousand large pine trees deprived of their bark and united together in a very ingenious manner without the aid of iron it occupied about one hundred sixty workmen during eighteen months and cost nearly one hundred thousand francs or four thousand two hundred fifty pounds it is about three leagues or forty four thousand english feet long and terminates in the lake of lucerne it has the form of a trough about six feet broad and from three to six feet deep its bottom is formed of three trees the middle one of which has a groove cut in the direction of its length for receiving small rills of water which are conducted into it from various places for the purpose of diminishing the friction the whole of the slide is sustained by about two thousand supports and in many places it is attached in a very ingenious manner to the rugged precipices of granite the direction of the slide is sometimes straight and sometimes zigzag, with an inclination of from 10 degrees to 18 degrees. It is often carried along the sides of hills and the flanks of precipitous rocks, and sometimes passes over their summits. Occasionally it goes underground, and at other times it is conducted over the deep gorges by scaffoldings 120 feet in height the boldness which characterizes this work the sagacity displayed in all its arrangements and the skill of the engineer have excited the wonder of every person who has seen it before any step could be taken in its erection it was necessary to cut several thousand trees to obtain a passage through the impenetrable thickets and as the workmen advanced men were posted at certain distances to point out the road for their return and to discover in the gorges the places where the piles of wood had been established monsieur Rupp was himself obliged more than once to be suspended by cords in order to descend precipices many hundred feet high and in the first months of the undertaking he was attacked with a violent fever which deprived him of the power of superintending his workmen nothing however could diminish his invincible perseverance he was carried every day to the mountain in a barrow to direct the labours of the workmen which was absolutely necessary as he had scarcely two good carpenters among them all the rest having been hired by accident without any of the knowledge which such an undertaking required monsieur roppe had also to contend against the prejudices of the peasantry he was supposed to have communion with the devil he was charged with heresy and every obstacle was thrown in the way of an enterprise which they regarded as absurd and impracticable all these difficulties however were surmounted and he had at last the satisfaction of observing the trees descend from the mountain with the rapidity of lightning the larger pines which were about a hundred feet long and ten inches thick at their smaller extremity ran through the space of three leagues or nearly nine miles in two minutes and a half and during their descent they appeared to be only a few feet in length the arrangements for this part of the operation were extremely simple from the lower end of the slide to the upper end where the trees were introduced workmen were posted at regular distances and as soon as everything was ready the workmen at the lower end of the slide cried out to the one above him lache let go THE CRY WAS REPEATED FROM ONE TO ANOTHER, AND REACHED THE TOP OF THE SLIDE IN THREE MINUTES. THE WORKMAN AT THE TOP OF THE SLIDE THEN cried OUT TO THE ONE BELOW HIM, IL vient! IT COMES, AND THE TREE WAS IMMEDIATELY LAUNCHED DOWN THE SLIDE, PRECEDED BY THE CRY, WHICH WAS REPEATED FROM POST TO POST. AS SOON AS THE TREE HAD REACHED THE BOTTOM AND PLUNGED INTO THE LAKE, THE CRY OF "Lâché!" WAS REPEATED AS BEFORE, AND A NEW TREE WAS LAUNCHED IN A SIMILAR MANNER by these means a tree descended every five or six minutes provided no accident happened to the slide which sometimes took place but which was instantly repaired when it did in order to show the enormous force which the trees acquired from the great velocity of their descent monsieur ruppe made arrangements for causing some of the trees to spring from the slide they penetrated by their thickest extremities no less than from eighteen to twenty-four feet into the earth and one of the trees having by accident struck against another it instantly clefted through its whole length as if it had been struck by lightning after the trees had descended the slide they were collected into rafts upon the lake and conducted to lucerne from thence they descended the reuss then the ar to near brugge afterwards to waldshut by the rhine then to basel and even to the sea when it was necessary in order that none of the small wood might be lost m roupe established in the forest large manufactories of charcoal he erected magazines for preserving it when manufactured and had made arrangements for the construction of barrels for the purpose of carrying it to the market in winter when the slide was covered with snow the barrels were made to descend on a kind of sledge the wood which was not fit for being carbonized was heaped up and burnt and the ashes packed up and carried away during the winter a few days before the author of the preceding account visited the slide an inspector of the navy had come for the purpose of examining the quality of the timber he declared that he had never seen any timber that was so strong so fine and of such a size and he concluded an advantageous bargain for one thousand trees End of section 103